Hey everybody, welcome to Moms Unpacking Autism. I'm Anne and I'm here with my co-host. Stacy. And uh, Stacy, what are we talking about today? Well, today we're gonna talk about taking unsteady steps. Okay. And what I mean by that is uh, we've, we're all asking ourselves right now to do a lot of changing and readapting um, in what might be a post-COVID world. <laughs> and, and I wanted to take a minute to, to just think about what, what progress actually means in right. an autism mom's life or father. Okay. Um, and so I thought I'd start today with a reading instead of ending. Sounds good. So this is from Magical Journey. Um, it's a it's a bit of a memoir, um, and the subtitle is "An Apprenticeship in Contentment." Um, it's by Katrina Kennison. Uh, she also wrote "The Gift of an Ordinary Day." Uh, she's famous for being the editor in America's Best Short Stories and America's Best Essays. She reads thousands and thousands upon thousands of submissions, and, and she's a very good writer herself. Uh, uh, and uh, in one particular year, her best friend um, dies of cancer and her kid uh, goes off to college. And so this is the resulting kind of casting around your 50s and, and thinking. Um, in any case, so she says, how ironic to realize that maturity brings not more conviction, but less. At 22, I still believed I could make a life plan and then set about executing it that there were answers to all my questions, and if I just worked hard enough, I would find them. What I feel now is both a greater sense of fragility, knowing that life is both unpredictable and finite, and at the same time, an awareness that no matter how long I live, I'll never get things all figured out. Uncertainty is part of the human condition. Perhaps contentment comes as we learn to get comfortable with it. Mm. Wow. And, and uh, oh. You know, I know we don't all have a lot of uh, free reading time, but her her um, writing this this is meant as a compliment. I hope um, sounds like a lullaby a lot of the time. Yeah. It's very very soothing and yes, life is. I got um, chills as soon as you started. I was like, it was kind of like she was going right to the soul, right to the soul, yeah. right in there. Um, yeah. So I so I was thinking today about 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 some of that and, and just about where I'm at in my life. I'm not going, you know, I'm not going to get to be an empty nester. Mm -hmm. um, not sure I, I am if you will or not, <laughs> but I'm hopeful. I'm hopeful. Um, but in any case, um, it had me thinking about how sometimes we need to take enormous um, steps when we're only really mentally prepared to take baby steps mm -hmm. or no steps at all. Um, like, one of those days where you need to deal with a pandemic, but your real motivation in life is like repositioning yourself on the couch. Mm -hmm. Right. And, and how do we do that when we have um, offspring that require active involvement? Right. And, and, and I think it's a, it's, it's a genuine difficulty for, for people with um, human beings that they help on the, on the spectrum. Yeah. So one thing I think we do, and I would love to hear if you do this. I know you must, because um, you just have to. So I think one thing we do is we avoid gaining knowledge mm -hmm. so that we don't have to deal. <laughs> no, I don't do that. <laughs> right. So we don't want to learn. Right, right. Because we have this idea that if we learn, 
Like, what does learning mean to you? It means you have to do something, right? Right, right. Right. And you've been a teacher, mm-hmm. uh, you know, and, and, um, and so have I. And so we have this belief that if you've learned something, you need to act on it. Right. Yep. So, you know me, I'm just, I'm thinking and I'm thinking and I'm like, I'm kind of tired of people telling me what I should do. Yeah. Yeah. In, in nice ways or unnice ways. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I just want some time on the couch. Right. More time than I should want on the couch. <laughs> <laughs> All the time on the couch. Um, but uh, anyway, yeah, so what I was thinking of um, but is how many puppies we have. But because uh, if it's not your puppies, it's my puppies. But they're fine. They're fine. Everybody loves puppies. Um, is do you remember when Oprah used to um, quote Maya Angelou all the time and say, um, "When you, it's something like when you know you can, when when you know better, you do better." Yeah, yeah, yep, yep. I was thinking about that quote. Yeah, <laughs> yep. Okay, so yeah. So I'm thinking to myself, when I know better, am I doing better? <laughs> <laughs> Well, you don't want to know better. That was the point, right? <laughs> right. <laughs> Keep talking. So, okay. So I think what that is supposed to do, the quote supposed to do is work um, on a self-forgiveness level because it opens up the idea that there's a better uh, chance that change can happen. And it opens up the possibility that um, there's, there's not only a possible change, but a call to change. Yeah, that you right. can become a different kind of parent, that you can become a different kind of adult. And what I hear in that a little bit is pressure. How about you? You know, I feel like we've been called to do this since the day they were born, since the yes. day we saw there was something different. Mm-hmm. And we've always had to be proactive and in charge and watching and advocating and helping and assisting and I'm tired. I mean, you're really not as a parent equipped to deal with your whole lifetime of that. (laughs) I mean, most people 18, they've pretty much done it, you know, a little guidance here and there, a little tweaking and they're on their course. So to have to keep doing this and keep learning and growing seems, um, Okay, I'm just going to say it as a, as a pity party. It seems a little unfair. <laughs> I mean, how much can you possibly take on? It's, it's, a, uh, it's the perennial question for me. Um, I, was, I do know that I went through periods of my life when my kids were little where I, honest to gosh, I didn't know even what I liked to eat. Yeah. I can remember if I liked spaghetti or not. And, and we would like sit down sort of. And, and I would have the food in front of me and I would look at it and I would be like, where did this come from? You know, it just so, so busy and so enmeshed in, in trying to give this human being the best chance possible. Right. And, you know, um, how could that be anything but exhausting over the long haul? Absolutely. And so if seriously, if we don't want to have the knowledge, because we just want to be able to rest a little, mm-hmm. I, I feel like that's okay. You know, I do too. I do too. And, 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 and I also think that like, you know, I think some of us 
are in a mood to be advocates for a while and then we sit down. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> when you're tired, rest. <laughs> exactly. I mean, it's a marathon, not a race. We say this all the time. And marathons, if you're on a team, you get to pass the baton and sit down, you know? But if we have to just keep running and running and running, eventually there's nothing left to give. Exactly. And, and I think also one thing we really have to keep in mind is that our kids um, and ourselves, we are not necessarily on the same timeline. That's true. Like, wait, I said that too nicely. We have never once been on the same timeline. Like my, my life with my kid is like that algebra problem. If two trains pass each other at <laughs> yeah, 1047, yeah. at what time will one arrive in the tra- in the station? And then I'm like, wait, it arrived? <laughs> Right. Because that's the thing. You may be like, okay, let's go. We're going to learn this. And mm-hmm, mm-hmm. it is on the break, you know? Right, so, right. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I think like is how many times. So, so yesterday Mike came in and said like, oh, I'm ready to learn how to network. Mm-hmm. That's going to be super important. And, and I've identified 312 conventions that I should attend um, in the uh, United States. Now, how does one hear that and not kind of take a breath? <laughs> okay (laughs) so glad you thought of networking (laughs) so I don't know if it's a fantasy but I persist in believing that parents of neurotypical kids have these discussions once every 15 years I think I'm gonna marry so-and-so and then they they have a little breath where they're like or or they're like I'm gonna change jobs and and but I don't think they have them every day no I don't think so No, for um, me every day I listen to things about I think my hamster's sick I think they're gonna die oh I think they're pregnant oh I think they're gonna eat each other oh I think they're gonna you know you're just like uh-huh. I really don't want to be around for the, the mutual con, um, mutual consumption um, uh, one of the things that uh, definitely uh, I think is is something that happens when you're maybe when your kids are a little bit younger too is you are so focused on changing them yeah uh that you really forget like uh, did did you forget yourself like at all I feel like you're so much better at self than I was yeah I don't think I forgot myself um Maybe yeah. there's just enough selfishness in me to keep it going and 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 stay with the whole. Why do I have to do all this? <laughs> you know, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and and maybe that's to my daughter's detriment. You know, I don't. I I, I, don't I know. you know certainly I wouldn't um, imply that. I mean, I yeah. I think that um, that self is critical. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Right. And yeah. And and um, self preservation, mm-hmm. you know, is is good too, um, but. Um, you know, like, so I was thinking about a, a time when um, I was trying to convince my son to sit in an outdoor, oh, at Red Rocks uh-huh. in um, Colorado. And it had taken hour upon hour upon hour to get him to do that. And he was afraid it was going to thunderstorm. And I reassured him and reassured him. And I don't even remember what concert we were at now because that took so much energy. And right. then it thundered. And then they closed the performance. Okay. Oh boy. Oh. And he was right. Oh boy. Wow. And, and, and what did either of us gain from that experience right. of, of the push? Right. Yeah. Um, yeah. 
I don't know, but wow. it, it came, it came to mind today because, uh, because of the different timelines, uh-huh. I was ready for him to do that. And so yep. we were going to do that. Yep. End of story. Uh-huh. <laughs> right. Um, wow. So, so I think I'm going to try to model myself a little, uh, think a little bit more like, um, what would Anne do? Um, because you do make time for art and you do make time for some of these um, other pursuits and, and you carve that out. Um, and, and I want to be more like that. Uh, but w- one thing I think maybe I'm just going to start with is doing less self-harm. Okay. Um, so, so I think that what's happening is I, in this quest to change and listening like about the networking or about the 50 games of D&D um, is I will stuff a donut or something in my face oh, just yeah. so I don't have to really, so something yeah. pleasurable is happening yeah, while yeah. I'm, I'm sucking that in. Yeah. And so what I want to do is like, I'm going to look at the donut somewhat as self-harm given my body okay. type and condition. Uh-huh. And I want to sit down with the donut uh-huh. and love it and enjoy it and enjoy my self-harm. Okay. Not use it as a uh, intervention. Right. Right. Huh? Right. So, so my hope is that that would cause me to think a little bit about what I really um, need. Yeah. Yeah. As as opposed to what am I using to defend myself because I'm not carving out enough time. Yeah. And I think the best idea is just to say, hey, we're human, we're organic, we're fluid, you know, we're not robots that are set here to be like mommy robots, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, <laughs> even if we were a mommy robot, we'd probably wear out, our parts would wear out or, our, you know, I mean. <laughs> that happens in the Umbrella Academy. Um, yeah. <laughs> robot mom, just, yeah. she's done. <laughs> um, my my best person, my, my best friend on the planet uh, always says to me did, did you try just saying shut up <laughs> <laughs> oh boy that wouldn't go well around here <laughs> no no she's she's good at it um her, her kids her kids know to leave her be um, yeah. on occasion but um that's why I chose the theme of unsteady steps yeah. Because I thought, I don't, I don't want to call that progress. I don't want to say I'm doing better. I'm not going to eat 15 fewer donuts. What I'm right. saying is I want to be present. Okay. Or the sugar. Yep. Yep. That sounds really good to me. Yeah. Yeah. It, it sounds good. There are times that I'll, you know, like dig into ice cream and then the phone will ring or something. And I think now I can't be present for my ice cream. <laughs> yeah. So no, that's very important. <laughs> Yeah, no, no, and, and um, yeah, and like, yeah, no, yeah. no, not not the best way to say a yeah, but but to just settle into the understanding at this point in time in life, we've reached an age of understanding that we're always going to be starting over. Yeah, there is no finish line. No, and, and we will accomplish more than we think we're going to. Just get yeah. to know that at this point. Yeah. And I guess it's, it's more about being in it and less about the um, goal orientedness and to understand the fragility of life, because there are just so many things we don't have control over. And, and uh, that reading was just spot on. That was great. Thank you, Stacey. There we go. I look forward to talking to you next week.
I see how the donut went. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And we apologize once in a while. We don't get things on completely timely manner. Um, (laughs) Life happens and things just go awry. (laughs) So, yeah, you know, doing our best. We're doing our best. So you all take care and have a good week. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.